This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, some of this conversation, I like, am like, yes, yes, I agree. I will say this about from a marketing standpoint, if you're going to change one of the most popular lakes in Minnesota, can you change it to something that we can all easily pronounce just from a marketing standpoint? <laughs> that would help quite a bit. Because, like, I'm all on board. If you find out that this represents, if we, there's a lot of people that we're in charge where we go, do we really need to idolize this or can we change with whatever? There's, can there be shifting or whatever? Get it. But, like, just from a pure, all of us being in radio and seeing Made Bakuska pop up, the panic that can ensue when it first came up. Yeah. I mean, all of us were like, we had, remember on the morning show, we had experts coming in to help us talk talk about it. Like, yep. just because we, and to this day, we all say it differently. And I'm like, yeah, just from pure, absolute look into what catches on, look at some big time branding. This is not going to catch. You're going to have a lot of flack. This is never going to be popular if you don't have a name that people can pronounce. No, it's true. Well, we could follow the lead. It was the Cow Sills. Indian Lake is the place you can take in the summer sun. Look at that. Huh? Look at that. We got um, a little ditty. I still don't understand why the word Indian is... Because doesn't Indio just means with God? That's where Indian came from, didn't it? And that's where I have to follow the lead of, like, the minority or the community that what they want because I don't know I have no idea what's offensive to your everyday person well like, everything's offensive now but like if a community is in a group saying hey this is the name okay cool yeah I have no problem with changing titles of like whatever you want yeah I don't care either but yeah I know well, you don't. the problem is is that it's displaced rage because yeah, I, I saw yep. a video this weekend where there's a guy who's dressed up and he's got a sombrero and a fake mustache and a poncho uh-oh. And he's walking around to college and he's asking like, you know, 23-year-old women, is this offensive? And they're like, that is, that's cultural <laughs> appropriation. You need to take that off right now. How dare you? And then that guy walks on down to, you know, like the, w- w- like, I guess, little Mexico. Yeah. And he's asking all these like Mexican dudes who are hanging yep. out drinking cervezas. He's like, is this offensive? They're like, no, we love it. They we think it's love great. It. Yeah, drink, yeah, have a beer and with us. It's great. That's where I always fall is like, I'm not going to say things are offensive for just offensive sake. Yeah. I, first off, I'm rarely offended in general, like I can't get my heart rate up at all. But if, if a community, it's just like, what? why you have to reach out to the community that you're talking to. And also like things change. There's people have sense of humors about things. And, and I don't know, it, it's, you can weaponize something. It can be mundane. Mm-hmm. There's all those things. It's just so layered. Well, one of the biggest problems we have now is because the, the people in charge throw money at everything. So if you complain enough, they're going to send you a check. There's no question about it. And as soon as you brought money into it, it changed everything. It's yeah. disgusting. It's hard to figure out people's motives, you know, with some yeah. things. And, and then there's just, what sucks is people that really need funding and really are, you know, in situations that are systemically terrible, then they don't see it because they're not going to be, they're working their asses off. They don't have time to complain online. Right, right. So, yeah, I think that's that's problematic, absolutely. I tell everybody to calm down. Relax. Calm down. What about that action? Mm-hmm. There's a Taylor Swift song I think you'd like. It's called You Need to Calm Down. Ooh, I would like that one. I know. I don't know why I haven't played mm-hmm. it for you. Oh, is it? 
It's a good song too, not I, just a good title. You know I love everything Taylor Swift. Why, oh, I that's have, true. I have. Do not ask me if a Taylor Swift song is good. I have. <laughs> I'm so biased on it. You know, I don't think I've ever heard her sing more than about one sentence. Yeah, because I tried to play her for you one time, and you were having one of those mornings where you did not want me to do that. Well, I was trying to focus on the show so it didn't fall apart like this one did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. But um, no, I, 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 she's a very attractive young woman. Seems like a very hard working young person, and everybody tells me she's a really good singer, right? Yeah. So I mean, good, good, good for her. Yeah. She figured it out and took care of it. It's funny. We were listening to it on the way home uh, from Bemidji, and we were laughing because we were like, you need to calm down. And it just, like, hit me yesterday. I was like, this is Tom Bernard's song. You need to calm, calm down. Calm down, for Christ's sake. Let's got to throw for Christ's sake. Does she throw for Christ's sake? I don't there? think she throws for Christ's Damn sake it. in there. But, hey, maybe there's a remix to be had when she re-records Lover. There was a very sweet thing that I saw, I believe it was on Channel 5 this morning, where, um, what the hell's her name that uh, sang Poker Face? Uh, uh, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Lady Gaga. She did a nice tribute to Tony Bennett this morning on the national news. It was very, very sweet. It showed a picture of her hugging him, and, you know, they're hugging one another, and it was a very, very sweet moment. And you just don't see that on the news much anymore. So tip of the cap to Lady Gaga for stepping up and saying she just really, really misses Tony Bennett. And yeah. It was a very nice moment, actually. It was always so sweet seeing them together because yeah. you could just tell that she is somebody who, like, would have to help steer and navigate when he would get confused. And yeah, I think that's I think that's just the reality we're living in. Is that like it's like you know I'm thinking about my father-in-law as he gets confused. We play, yeah. we play him and I play cribbage. I'm finally uh, good enough. Uh, to play cribbage with him and nobody like it's funny because everybody gets frustrated because um, you know where he's at he's kind of forgets things but both him and I kind of have like a loose grasp on the game now Mm -hmm. so now we've met each other in the middle of where our (laughs) skill sets are sure and um, I think it's just you got to be you got to be really patient and really nice where everyone's at no matter what he said he lives way up north yeah, he lives in Bemidji. He lives four hours. Well, it ends up being five hours for us because with the go-go, but... Um, Does he have anybody up there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I'm he's, I mean, yeah, my uh, mother-in-law is still... They, they're still married and they live together and he's got a lot of family up there. They're just going through a hard time because they're moving to a new house and he's not dealing with change well and mm-hmm. it's just sad. I mean, it's, it's sad to move in general when you've lived somewhere for... Right. You know, 60 years... Well, and he's going to convince himself in his own mind, the only reason we're moving is you're waiting for me to die. Whoa. I I hope not. Oh, I guarantee you, you think, that's what oh, he's thinking. Oh, I hope not. That would make me so sad. <laughs> I'm telling you. Jesus. That's a tough row to hoe right there. How old is he? Uh, 82, I think, or 83. Well, he's got some time then. It's not That used to be old. It's not that all that old anymore. Mm. Yeah. Got to be in your 90s now to be start being old, I guess. Yeah, maybe they've lived in the house for 50 years. I think I said 60. 50 years. I think it is. I think it's been 50 years. They built that house when Justin was born. That would be tough. Or before Justin was born. Yeah, yeah. Really tough. Had to move out of a house you've lived in for 50 years, so basically two-thirds of his life. Yeah. Eek. And they've lived on that land forever because of oh, his, yeah? Yeah, his uh, parents' land. So, yeah, just... You know, I think it's hard with those changes. I think it's hard when people's memory is affected. And at the same time, what's, 
yeah. I don't. I feel like this is such Debbie Downer stuff. Okay, we'll move on. Thank you. I understand. <laughs> I understand. In every line for an amusement park ride, there's one person who's nervous and wants to back out. Hopefully they did before this one. A ride in New York malfunctioned last week and wouldn't stop. It's happened at a place called Playland Park just outside New York City. The ride is called Music Express. It's a common one uh, at fairs and carnivals. You go in a circle, uh, forward or reverse, and usually with music blaring, right? It got stuck going backwards at full speed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wonderful. little vomiting going on, you think? Oh, that's terrifying. The emergency shutoff did not work. Once again, somebody didn't do their job. It's just every day now we hear about this stuff. Maintenance workers eventually stopped it by disconnecting the power. Oh, you mean they unplugged it? That's I a good idea. I would hope so. You would hope so. The ride usually lasts two to three minutes, but went at least twice that long. A few reports said over 10 minutes. Whatever it was, one guy said it felt like an eternity. Kids were crying on the ride. <gasps> Parents were upset. Luckily, no one got hurt. The park blamed it on an electrical malfunction. They shut down the ride and reached out to the manufacturer to make sure it doesn't happen again. I don't believe it happened because of an electrical malfunction. What do you think it is? The ride itself was not set up properly. Oh. How long? I wonder how long it had been running prior. Like, if they'd said that. You mean per event? No, like. How many years has it been going oh, without any issues saying. and then an issue? Or if there's something, some catalyst. Yeah, it doesn't really say how long it's been at the park or anything like that. But, I mean, obviously somebody didn't do their job because they didn't set it up right. Oh, that's terrifying. Unfortunate. Playland that, Park. I wonder what that equivalent is here in the Midwest. It would probably be like a Valley Fair, I would you, imagine. You yeah. think so? Okay. I would imagine that would probably be it. God, I haven't been out there in a long time. You guys go out there? My daughter's out there three times a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, she's, what, 16? She'll be, yeah, she's 15 now. 15 yep. now. Mm-hmm. But I could, I would have gone out there three times a week when I was 16 years old. Well, can you imagine how fun it is because you get the pass? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's a reason why they put a limit on the ages and times you can be there because oh, I mean, yeah. we used Valley Fair as a babysitter for the last two seasons. <laughs> sure. Yep. Drop her off at 11. All right. We'll be back at five. Have fun. And then she'd get back in the car. I'm like, how's your day? She's like, great. Awesome. Thank I, you. I love Valley yeah. Fair. We live like maybe 15 minutes away right, from it because right. you just, you know, head uh, south. But uh, yeah, I love Valley Fair. Mm-hmm. And if you can get it on a day that's not busy, it's the best place in the world. Yeah. Are there days it's not busy? I, I haven't been out there in years now. I don't want to tell you my secret. Okay, never mind. <laughs> there but is you, a time. You've got it figured out. Huh? I'll say, I'll give you this hint. Okay. It's when something else opens that's very exciting in yeah. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Really? The bar? The bar. Yeah. That's no. what it is. So 6 a.m. Valley Fair is empty. Yeah. That's when you got to go. <laughs> you got to go at 6 o'clock in the morning. Sun's up. We're good to go. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. We have to take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Many of you have taken my recommendation to give mnfatloss.com a try. I'm hearing from so many people how this program has worked for them when nothing else would. The mnfatloss.com program really has discovered the secret to weight loss. Just like the program says, I lost about a pound of fat every day. I did the first 60 days. The maintenance program went well for me. Now I'm back on the weight loss program to get to to my ultimate goal. I've lost, I think, uh, about three or four pounds so far. Just getting back on the program, and honestly, it's uh, just not hard. And it's not. I'm not going to say it's it's not hard if it is hard. 
honestly, it's just not hard at all. I eat real meat, vegetables, and fruits, and I'm not hungry or feeling deprived. They really have figured out the secret to fat loss. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Promo code TOM. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 9.20, now 20 minutes after 9 o'clock. It's a very, very nice day. It's sunny and 71 right now. A very pleasant day coming up. It's already a very pleasant day. Phil Mackey with us. Score North. What's what's happening, Pally? Yes. Let's go. Let's pop. Let's wait. Get away from no. me. No. Get away from me. No. No. Honest to no. God, Phil, I can't. They they got swept by the second worst team in baseball. Not only that, Ugh. the Royals. <laughs> not only that, the Royals collected 
10% of their wins on the season this weekend against the Twins. 10%. That's unbelievable. They've been playing baseball for four months, and they collected 10% of their wins on the season this weekend. Before the weekend, they, along with the A's, were on pace to potentially flirt with or break the 162-game loss record. Right. And uh, I think the Twins have helped them comfortably sort of step away from that ledge. So that's a great that's a great performance to put on if you're the Twins. Sure. Looking to nudge the front office before the trade deadline, right? You know, who who wants to be here? Who wants to add some talent? Nobody? Okay. Sounds good. No, it's pretty amazing. Like I said, I didn't watch the game, the first two games, because uh, I was out hanging out with family and friends and just having a really, really great weekend and all the rest of it. Um I did see the score. I watched the last few innings of the game yesterday. That team right now is horrendous. Yeah, they look like they uh, they look like they need another All Star break. You know, which was two weeks ago, by the way. <laughs> exactly to clear their heads. I didn't watch the game yesterday either because my wife and I decided let's join the phenomenon. Let's go see Barbie. Oh, how did that? Work? Are you going to do a segue right here into Barbie? I mean, we can either talk about the horse bleep twins or we can talk about, <laughs> dude, this movie. Have you guys seen this movie yet? Yes, I have. Yep. Okay. Tom, we got to get you out there. We got to no put chance. on your pink, maybe a salmon colored shirt did, just to split the difference. But Phil, did you we go went, pink? So I don't have any pink. I, I used to have a Kevin Bacon, like a pink shirt with Kevin Bacon's face on I like it. it. Don't one ask does. Me. That was the only pink shirt that I had. So I kind of, I was like the only, it was a packed theater. We went to the St. Anthony Main, the revamped. Oh, I love uh, that Saint, theater. The brick street outside, yep, yep. the waterfront. And I mean, it was like, if you take away Star Wars movies and Marvel movies where people, you know, people dress up and they wait in line and stuff. I can't remember the last time a movie came out and people, like literally 80% of the theater was dressed in character or wearing mm-hmm. pink of some kind and cheering at all the different like moments and laughs and stuff. Yeah. It's going to hit a billion dollars at the box office here in the next like two weeks. Right. No, I can see why people enjoy it, go and have a fun time and all the rest of it, but I don't know anything about Barbie. I never watched Barbie when it was a TV series. I It's too long. It's two hours long. Oh, just, two hours is a... Uh, so Oppenheimer must be that's like Forget a three-hour movie, off right? The table Not a chance. I, I would go. <laughs> I do think Tom, you would like it because there's enough tongue-in-cheek things that are pretty funny. But it's too political, too, isn't it? It's more like it's social not, commentary. I don't think it falls on any political oh, it side. Okay. No, no, no. I think that it, yeah. No, it shines a light hilariously. Unless you're, I guess, unless you're, you know, easily offended or something, it shines a light on. How men, how men have sort of run things for a long time, and now Barbie world is the opposite, where women run things, and then the two worlds sort of look at each other in a mirror, and I don't know, it's a Barbie movie with some right. fun sort of tongue-in-cheek, like, poking at society, I guess. That's how I would frame it. I mean, it's just, it's just not my kind of deal. It's like Oppenheimer's not my kind of deal either. I, I'm very picky about my movies. I am. I'm very touchy and picky about going to movies. Would you ever dress up for a movie in a Not theater? A what, what would get you to throw like a Chewbacca costume, I, Tom? I did wear a tuxedo to go see The Godfather and pretend I was at the <laughs> wedding. No, I did not. He I brought his own horse head. Yeah, yeah, I brought my own horse head with me. Well, you wore that cowboy hat to Brokeback Mountain that time. Yeah, of yeah. course, again, because I wanted to be a target, you know, just in case somebody wanted to stoop. Yeah. yeah. Now, the assless chaps wearing ass after that movie was probably a little bit. But he wore bike shorts under because he is, yeah. you know... 
Modest. Now, I have not been to a movie in a movie theater for quite some time because the movies right now suck. Oh, we got a submission. A, Bernie a, sent us one that he thought you might like. Um, Sounds of Freedom. I think we've talked about that also. Uh, and what is it? Sean wrote it in. Sound of Freedom. Um, they said it was worth to go see. And there was anybody, I've not heard of it. Mm, I'm sorry, it's two hours and 15 minutes. Not it's going to be probably a hard pass. Yeah, I believe it's about uh, child trafficking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. But I guess. Super uplifting, yeah. I mean, if Bernie wrote it, he's not like a Debbie Downer guy. Bernie's pretty much like he wants a happy ending. So I'm Sales thinking, manager? Yeah. He's got a horrible human being. Okay, calm down. I just talked to him last night. That's what I could say. <laughs> I, love, I love how you can afford to piss off the sales manager, but you know me and Rudy can't. We're both like, mm, mm, mm. He's lovely. We love him. Well, let's go after Jenny right now. No. Listen here, Hubbard. No. Oh, no. no. Oh, you <laughs> big We all start sweating. Oh, sounds like my reception's breaking up. <laughs> That's <laughs> just me trying to get out of the business. That's all I'm saying. It all go. works out in the end. Keeps, it keeps pulling you back like in. Pulling me back in, man. No, I mean, I, I, look, if you want to go see Barbie, good for you. I'm not saying, oh, what'd you go that for? I, it's not my business, first of all, what you go see. It's just not something I'd be interested in in the least. I will say uh, Ryan Gosling, once again, mm-hmm. another uh, another performance where he's just showing his 12-pack of abs for two hours. I know. <laughs> Can we go, like, just one movie yeah. without just making us all feel like <laughs> ass clowns with our physical condition? Ryan. I, I have a list, by the way. If it hits a billion dollars at the box office, God, it's amazing. it would become one of the 50 most financially successful movies of all time. Only 50? I mean, there's, a, like, there's Lord of the Rings movies that didn't hit a, mil- a billion dollars at the box office, right. for God's sake. No, that is impressive. Of course. How much is a movie ticket now? I don't even know. I have no idea. I don't even know. It kind of depends, yeah. Because I'm actually going to pay a little bit more, but you know, probably worth it. Fifteen bucks or so, seventeen bucks. Oh, okay. uh, you know, if you go during the day, I think Tuesdays is usually a five dollar. You know, any time oh, of yeah, the day. Tuesdays, yeah, that's right. So there's always different times. Now, the reason yeah. I bring that up is because uh, Andy and I went and saw um, a movie, I guess about three, four years ago now, and we bought the expensive tickets. Whereas one of those science fiction kind of, not really science fiction, but where the chairs would move along with... Oh, yeah, like a little bit interactive. Yeah, a little bit interactive. Wow. Uh, so we paid a lot extra for those, and uh, we were the only ones who paid for them because the other five women sat on their phones the entire movie in that section. That's <laughs> insane. Didn't pay for the tickets. Didn't pay for the tickets. They had regular tickets, but they sat there anyway, and nobody bothered them. You can do whatever you want now, and nobody will tell you, you can't sit there, you didn't pay for it. You know, I'm pretty sure. So you're talk- You're not talking like an IMAX. You're talking like a theater where they have some seats that kind of... Yeah. Yep. I think I saw the, the the first Avatar movie in a theater like that. Yeah, where it would just like start yep. sh- like the seats would just start. I felt nauseous halfway through and was wondering if I could go sit somewhere else. <laughs> you wanted to train with those ladies. <laughs> that um, is this a, there's a three hours of this. What's happening? I remember that was uh, Avatar is the first one I saw in 3D, and I thought to myself, I don't think this is for me. No. Like I kept wanting to take my glasses off, like I was over the glasses feeling. And then being like, yeah. well, you can't watch him without it. So I was just kind of like sitting there shutting yeah. my eyes. That's another great story. I don't know. Maybe I'm late to the party on this. But I saw last week because uh, uh, the, the Way of Water was the Avatar sequel that came out, which also hit like $2 billion some dollars in the mm-hmm. box office. I watched that on a flight uh, last weekend. But anyways, I saw a story about the original Avatar movie that Matt Damon was initially, James Cameron wanted Matt Damon to be 
the front man and the star of the mm -hmm. 2009 Avatar movie. And he was offering a 10% cut of the box office. And Matt Damon turned it down because I think he had like the third Jason Bourne movie to film or something. <laughs> wow. Which I'm sure it did well too. Right. But Avatar did $2.9 billion God. at the box office. And so he essentially turned down a tick under $300 million saying Oops. no to that movie. Who hasn't done that though? You know, <laughs> yeah. 300 million he walked away from. But I suppose That's he got insane, that much man. money, you don't care, do you? And if you're him, you're probably pulling what $25 million on a. If you get if you show up for two weeks of filming, you probably get 20 million dollars for any movie. You yeah, do. that's probably guess, true. Right? I'm glad we're talking about movies and not sports. It does, it's put me in a really good mood. <laughs> really, it has. I'm just telling you, it's that's it's good. Yeah, well, the God. The, well, the twins. Um, Unless the twins have a movie-like end to the season, I think, or maybe it's going to be more like a depressing end where you're you're hoping for the silver lining, and then it's like The Departed, where everyone just gets shot, and you're like, "Whoa, what happened?" <laughs> now, see, there's a good ending right there, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. I've seen a couple of good movies on on uh, uh, TV recently, some streaming movies that have been pretty good. Uh, Asteroid City, I thought was wasn't a great movie, and I'm sure there are people that would hate it. But I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. You like got lost in the story. It was. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not big on getting lost in stories. Okay. So yeah, I don't like... get sucked into a lot of that. Okay. I don't know why. You just sort of you watch from an emotional distance. Is that well, what you're saying? I guess. I just unless you drag me in, I'm just going to sit here and. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, it is amazing. Like movies. I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know, it's because there's so many streaming platforms. It's more likely that you're going to get an eight-part Netflix series. Then yes. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we talked about the... He did like an eight-part... It's called FUBAR on Netflix. Yeah. It's, an action, it's yep. an action movie. Yeah. But it's just, oh, let's let's film more of it and, and bust it out over eight or ten episodes. I think the best thing I've seen recently is actually the three-part Arnold uh, documentary mm -hmm. where they did... The, there's FUBAR, and then there's the three-part sort of look at Arnold's life. Right. And he had a brother that died in a car accident when he was in his God. teens and then his dad died young. And mm -hmm. so the, the documentarians were, the producers were trying to get him to open up emotionally, right? Like, God, what must have that have been like? What was it like to kind of pick up the pieces as a teenager, you know, your dad dying, your brother dying. And he just kind of stares into the camera and he goes, move forward. Oh, you he didn't him, want to talk about you, it. I, did, I didn't think, I didn't know. He said, I didn't think about it ever again. They, yeah. they died, they're gone. I miss them, yeah. but it's time. To, life moves forward. You must move forward. That's a pretty good impression, by the way. Mm -hmm. Is it? Yeah, yeah. not bad. Yeah. We've got to get to the choppers. Get to the chopper. Get to, <laughs> get the, to chopper. the The bridge is out. Yeah. This the is bridge a is out. That's the old I always go. This is a ferret. <laughs> And I then don't. there's the kindergarten cop, too, where it's, um, get your toy, bring it to the carpet, bring it to the carpet. <laughs> I'll never understand how that man ever made a dime. Oh, my God, he's hard to watch. Well, yeah. also, kindergarten cop, isn't he like a third-generation Chicago cop in oh, that movie? okay. <laughs> how the hell do you have that accent if you're a third-generation <laughs> Chicago there cop? There you go. He just decided one day, I'm going to talk like an Austrian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Watch too many movies. His dad likes the Bears, but uh, he's more of an Australian Premier League fan. I was, guess. There, was he in a movie called Running Man? Yes. That when he did that, it finally got to me. I said, I can't go to any more of his movies because he's <laughs> talking to it. his wife about somebody he had just seen. And he goes, I saw Al. She goes, who? Al. Al from Vilk. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> that guy's terrible. He's a terrible actor. I don't care what language he's speaking. I don't know, you know man. Commando? Oh, 
When, so that's, yeah, but he didn't that's talk in that, did he? Oh, no, he walked around. He had what was the, what was the name of the the gal that was she was on Who's the Boss? Plays his uh, oh, daughter yeah, in that good. movie. Yes. She's great. Yeah, she's right. good. Yep. Yeah. The, but, the movie starts and his daughter just gets like instantly kidnapped by some foreign outfit, and then he just like puts camo on and goes on a rampage for an hour, and that's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Is that Alyssa Milano? Alyssa Milano. That's yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. They yeah. always talk about Taken being like that quintessential, yeah. you know, Liam Neeson. Dude, that movie starts out with him chopping down giant trees by hand, yeah. and then nine seconds later, his daughter is kidnapped. And then he just blows up the city, getting her back. Works and for me. He actually, I love it because he takes a guy like they're fighting right at the end. They're fighting like this boiler room, yeah. and he he sticks a guy with like a pipe, and a bunch of steam blows out of his stomach, and he goes, <laughs> "Blow off some steam." Oh, yeah, and there's God. Like, be, oh, God. the one line in every one of them, right? Oh my Blow God. off some steam. And you guys I wonder why I lock myself in the house. That you wonder why. <laughs> so good. lock yourself in and go on an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie binge. That I was uh, after I saw the documentary. I was kind of going through his filmography and like I've probably seen like seven Arnold movies in my life. But the one I had never seen was the first ever like full on speaking. So he did Hercules in New York in the mid seventies oh, when he yeah. was still yeah. winning the bodybuilding competitions. Yep. And then uh, a couple years later, he he starred in a movie called Stay Hungry with Jeff Bridges, like a, oh a clean shaven early Jeff Bridges and really? Sally Field. What? Stay Hungry. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, <laughs> despite three of the great actors of our yeah. last 50, well, three of the most prominent actors of the last, you know, 50 years or so. Yeah, I mean, I'd go yeah, with check it out. Stay Hungry. I'd go with you on that one. So you, you check out a horrible movie. Thanks for your advice. Oh, actually, you know, I forgot too. Robert Englund was in this movie too. This oh, is yeah. like a decade before Freddy, he played Freddy Krueger. He Kruger. was also oh. in this movie. Dude, the cover to the DVD for that one is insane. Stay hungry. It's him like completely hairless. And then Jeff Bridges and uh, um, Sally Field are in this like sheet while someone's wearing a top hat. Like it is... That's a wild cover. Jeff Bridges and Arnold Schwarzenegger are basically competing over the love interest that is Sally Field for an hour and a half. That's there pretty much go. the movie. Who's yeah. the guy with the big tits? That'd be uh, that's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was. Yeah. God, because those things don't look they're like they're muscle. They look like titties. Yeah, they're definitely bigger than mine. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, not I, that big not, of accomplishment, not, but I'm just not saying. Go that route, move, forward. Yeah. Move, move forward. Move forward. Move forward. <laughs> Honest to God, we need some good movies to come out. When are they going to come out? <laughs> I well, I mean, the, the Indiana Jones came out. I, this I feel like this is the the biggest summer in terms of like blockbuster movies we've had since for sure since the pandemic started. So. Yeah, do you think it's because of because of COVID they had to hold off on so many things? Yeah, wasn't I th I'm pretty sure Barbie went into production like in 2018. Amy Schumer was originally asked to play Barbie. Really. But then she like disagreed with the direction of the script or something, and no. so they went with uh, Margot Robbie instead. Yeah. Amy Schumer know more about something than everybody else. What? It, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. God, she's another. Uh, or maybe she didn't because it's a billion dollar uh, hit at the box office. <laughs> she could have had a five percent cut of that time. I don't know. That's pretty good, man. That's not a. That's not a bad time. No question about that. But no, I, we were talking about it earlier with with Chris and Bert. The streaming right now is phenomenal. It's. That's why I guess I'm having such a hard time getting to the movie theater. And I, again, I love the Edina Theater is about five minutes from my house. I love that theater. I just wish I could go see something I'd like. 
But yeah. do you ever find yourself like Brittany did 10 minutes ago where you start excitedly explaining like this new streaming thing that you were watching and then mm-hmm. you realize or this movie and you're like, and then you're out loud. You're like, it's about child trafficking. <laughs> yeah, like, or, my, my wife did that at a gathering yesterday. She's, she was all, we were watching this thing on uh, Hulu a couple nights ago. And like, it was like this kind of gals brunch gathering thing. And she's like, oh my God, have you guys seen this new show on Hulu? It's like a three part series about a guy who's a serial cheater on his wife and then becomes a oh. child sex abuser. And oh. she's like ha- halfway through, she's like, uh, I mean, <laughs> we're going to see Barbie tomorrow. I, I feel the story of my life because I've always probably been my, one of my more morbid friends. And then I always played a lot of video games. So I'm like, oh, you love this game. You run around killing prostitutes. I'm so sorry. I'll show myself out. Yeah, it's Here's a great. picture yes. of a puppy. I'm, I'm, I swear, don't take away my girl card. I swear I'm not a monster. We did the same thing with the the Jared from Subway. I think it's on oh, yeah. HBO Max. There's like a Jared from Subway three part thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, have you guys seen the Jared from Subway documentary? Where uh, uh, I know. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's great. Side note: We really need to talk about Subway making bad decisions about who their sponsors are because now they have a competition that if you legally change your name to Subway you can get free Subway for the rest of your right. life. I saw wow. that, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> you had you picked the wrong sponsor. You didn't do enough background check. You picked the wrong sponsor with Jared. And now you're letting people desperate enough to change their name of Subway for free food to take on, like, representing you as a company. I don't see this going well. I mean, if you start to do, like, the math on the value, I mean, I, I, feel, like, I feel like it might be worth it. Yeah, but, like, what are we going to find about Roy about Subway? Or, like, you know, I'm going to use my last name, Subway Arneson. Now that person is like Subway Mackey. Is this like what? What are you going to find out about? These oh, I see. People? So you're saying like the, the they have to be wary that they might stumble upon another Jared. I'm saying from your standpoint, you should consider it. That's a lot of free food. <laughs> that that is a lot. I mean, when's the last time you ate at Subway? Any of you? Oh, forever ago. Phil. Last week. Really? Last no. week. What do you get? I, I had a hankering, man. I had. What'd you get? <laughs> I had a hankering for one of those meatball sub sandwiches. We were out of groceries, out of food. There's a subway right down the street, and I just, I just gave right in, man. I just went right over there. The well, only time, the only time I wanted it, uh, my uh, the OBGYN doctor when I was pregnant had a subway in like you know the first floor. That's the only time I ever wanted it, and I was too scared to like eat there because you guys supposed to have deli meat, and I was like, out of all deli meat, I should not be hitting up Subway. But that was the only time I ever wanted it. Was like, oh. Yeah. So I know Phil's well, got to go, but quick question: yeah. What Subway used to be huge? Everybody went to Subway. What happened? I think it still is huge, right? Oh, I think is it? in terms of like. Their market share for is it? is it fast food or fast casual? Where does fa- where does yeah, Subway I fall? I think that's so interesting, Tom. I think it fell in the way of remember how Brugger's bagels or Brugger bagels started, and it was yeah, it yep. was known as healthy, and we thought mm-hmm. eating bagels is so healthy. Yeah. And then we're like, wait, eating you know five bagels a day not so healthy just because you put alpha alpha sprouts on it. And then it right. was like Subway was looked at as healthy. Like the healthy option. Oh, okay. And then now I think they're like, no, actually, the bread can't even be called bread because of the sugar content in it. So I think it's one of those things that we just constantly are like trying to find whatever the new fast healthy thing is. So like eating a foot of sugary <laughs> bread with like yes. teriyaki sauce smeared all over it is not, what? Not the best way to. But stay I healthy. added lettuce, Phil. 
And spinach. Yeah, yeah. true. All right, Pally. You, we held you for a couple of minutes too long. Sorry about that. All right, go Twins. Hey, let's go. Let's get them. There's a new, always a new series. Always a new series. Go, go Twins and take Daniel Hunter along with you. <laughs> yeah. No, he's bad. He signed. I know he, he signed did. Like Twenty said, million dollars for one year. Yeah, then he can go be a free agent in March. You think they'll trade him after they signed him? It'd be funny, right? Hey, I think right, we got Daniel back in the fold. You're going to the Jaguars. <laughs> Have fun. All right. Thanks a lot, Phil. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Have a good day. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Judd will be with us tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, and Phil back on Friday, which is good, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know why. To tell you the truth, I don't even know why I haven't had a subway in years and years and years. I just haven't. Yeah, it's just like oh, one of those weird. things where it's pretend healthy, and I'd rather have something else if I'm going to do pretend healthy. Well, the biggest problem is I have a subway that is 90 feet from my door, but oh. if I go three blocks down, Fat Lorenzo's is right there. Oh, yeah. So why would I oh, yeah. ever yeah. eat something that is so generic and, you know, homogenized like Subway when I can get an amazing sub, you know, an extra couple blocks away? Yeah, that is true. Like, if I'm going to go full-on sandwiches, there's other places I'd yeah. go. That's weird about that. It's, it's, that's not the case with me. I haven't had a Subway from any or a sub sandwich from anywhere in years. Oh, and sure. I don't know why. I eat, love sub sandwiches. I just don't know why I don't eat them anymore. Hmm. It's very odd. It is odd. I'll have to think it over. Really think it through. What would be your go-to order at if you're going to get a sandwich? God, I have no idea. I have no clue. Like, would you, are you a turkey, ham? You strike me as an Italian guy. Oh, I like Italian food yeah. a lot. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Do you like it when they put the Italian sauce, like the Italian um, dressing, on sandwiches, like the oh, oil? Oh, you mean like Italian? No, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like salami, meat, uh, you know, turkey, ham. You do all three, then lettuce, tomato, Italian sauce on top of it. But that's not your go-to, huh? No, and I don't know why. To mm. tell you the truth, I, I I don't know why I stopped. Uh, I just. And I didn't do it on purpose. It just occurred to me while you guys were talking. I bet you it's been 15 years since I've had a sub sandwich of any kind. Ooh, That's good, odd, isn't it? Yeah, it is. A good sub sandwich is better than anything in the world. Than anything in the world. I mean, even just like a good turkey sandwich that somebody else makes. Is yeah. it better than tiramisu? Because don't tell Fawn that. Yeah, it's better than... I would, take, I would take a sandwich over most desserts, but that's how yeah. like, I roll. Yeah, not in my family. I'll no. tell you that. She's all they about do like their stuff. No, I, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those deals where I just, I don't know why I do the things I do. I just kind of, well, you guys have, must have things like that in your life. Yeah. I think things trend and come in and out and all that I guess. stuff. Like, I think it just happens like that. All of a sudden you'll realize I haven't been to Dairy Queen in forever. Like, mm-hmm. it's just routine and trend and where you move, things like that. Well, that's a good argument, too, because I love the chocolate cone at Dairy Queen, but I haven't been to Dairy Queen in a long time now. You, you're in a Dairy Queen, uh, like, blind area. Like no, there's one right at 77th and Highway 100. It's about five minutes from my house. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. Guess, yeah. No, but I mean, I, and I don't know why, because you can drive through and get a damn cone. Why don't I do that anymore? I love that. It's very odd. Oh, I never thought in, about that before. Once in a while, going picking up an ice cream cone. I did it the other day when I brought uh, my dogs to the vet. There's that little Dairy Queen over uh, near North Memorial. Just a oh, tiny yeah, little sure. speck yep. of a thing. You, you have to get out of your car to get it. And I got myself a cone, and it was just like, this is my reward for bringing my dogs in to the vet. Like, it felt so good. Sure. 
Somebody told me they shut down the one over on Snelling. I hope not. I lo- that thing's been there for 100 years, for Christ's sake. Snelling. Snelling, just uh, kind of south of 94. Few blocks. Yeah, south of 94. Yeah. You know, if, if it's the one that's on the, if you're going south, if it's on the left hand side, I believe that one is still there. That one's but, still, no, this one would be on the right on side. On the right side, oh, then it's I'm not very, sure. It's, a, it's not even, a, I think you have to go in. And it's a little building. It's not a very big building at all, but I used to love going. Well, it's, my kids went to St. Thomas and St. Kate's, so we used to go there all the time. But that was many, many years ago now. I'd have to ask my brother. He lives right over there, and he is um, a Dairy Queen aficionado for sure. Um, Why don't you say it like that woman said on the on the KQ show that one time? She, we were, I was arguing with her about. I thought you were on the show then. I was arguing with her about something, and she said, "Tom, you have to understand something. You do your job, but I'm I'm an aficionado." <laughs> You're an aficionado, are you? Aficionado. Sounds like a okay. very rare, like, Amazon animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, does it? I'm an aficionado. No, I don't think you are. I'm uh-huh. almost certain you're not, as a matter of fact. And, you know. Yeah, one of my uh, old mechanic, I had a Buick Rendezvous. And when I told him I was bringing it in, he goes, oh, do you mean the Buick Rendezvous? And Rendezvous. <gasps> I was like, you know what? You, oh, know, no. you don't need to say it to fix it, my man. Uh, I was just looking it up. So there is no Dairy Queen left on Snelling. There is one on oh, Ford Parkway. But see? there is a Nelson's ice cream around that same spot you were talking about. Nelson's ain't bad. No. So did Nelson's move into the old Dairy Queen? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I, yeah, I know the Ford Parkway one. We've hit up that one a few times. Still pissed off. The family clothes that great bar in the corner and Snelling. Pisses me off to no end. You which know one? Danny. Which, which Come bar? Come on, guess the name of it. You guys never been there? No, I'm trying it's to right think right on bar. Snelling Avenue. It's about two blocks south of I-94. As you're going south, it's on the left side. Well, the building's not even there anymore, I don't think. I think they tore the building down, but then the family decided not to reopen the restaurant. But love that stuff. In any case, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, kind of wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze. With clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more, our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down, By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. 
The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. God, it's 9.50 already, 10 minutes till 10 o'clock. I was just looking at the uh, highlights of the national news Every story is like, why would I care about that? <laughs> Madonna thanks kids amid scare. They really showed up. Don't she care. complained about them first, and then she complimented them, of course, because that's what Madonna does. Yeah. Uh, a sad day for workers in the American freight industry. Mystery object that washed up on Aussie Beach identified. Migrants gathered outside a Walmart, plowed into by an SUV. Is there any good news? Got any good news this morning? Holy cripes. Uh, dogs bound for canine training die in freak event. These are the top stories in the country today. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it's kind of a little hard. Maybe if I scroll down, I think I might. No, war is returning to Russia, Zelensky. Super PAC has spent $40 million this year on Trump legal bills. I mean, geez, it's all just <laughs> negative news. <laughs> like, what? And by the way, well, here's one that might be interesting. Say, has anyone seen Tom Cruise? Mm. Is this a shot at his new movie not doing well? I think so, because this is the movie he claimed was going to save Hollywood. He oh, made, did he really? Oh, yeah. He made a big Uh-oh. deal. This is going to get people back in the theater. Him, he just constantly, he was constantly saying that. And that's when he lost his uh, shit at that, um, during like the COVID. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, was, sure, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, you know, which I kind of understood because he was just, they kept getting shut down for COVID issues. So I kind of like felt him on that when I felt bad. I mean, of course, he shouldn't react like that. But I think everybody's was at their wits end at that point. But um, 
yeah, he really thought that this was the movie that was going to bring back Hollywood. Well, for a man who is among the best-known humans in the world, the question is surprisingly difficult to answer. Just where does Tom Cruise live? And it is it uh, the one uh, Katie Weaver sets out to answer in a wildly entertaining piece for the New York Times Magazine. Who cares where he lives? It is interesting in my mind because I've never thought about it. It's one of those things where you go, oh, yeah. But I don't know where a lot of celebrities live. Like, mm. I don't have... yeah. Cruz, you may be surprised to learn, has not given a substantive, uh, in a substantive interview uh, to a journalist in more than a decade, which is part of the reason nobody seems to have any idea where he lives, as in nobody's even sure in which country he lives. Weaver's sleuthing brings her in contact with a Brazilian woman who is quite possibly his most dedicated fan in the world, who agrees to an interview on the condition she not be named. The problem is the superfan doesn't know where Cruz lives either, but she notes he seems to spend most of the time in Britain. But, I mean, I don't care where Tom Cruise lives or whatever, but I, I, why do people, why are so whipped up and finding out where he lives? I don't get it. I bet you some of the intrigue around it is the whole Scientology of it all. Is, well, that's right. He's big into Scientology, isn't Yeah. He? And then, like, um, I always want to screw up the, the leader guy, Dave Miscavige or Miscave. I don't know anything about that joint. Well, we've had people on the other show that I'm on um, – come in to talk about Scientology quite a bit. Um, his, the, 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 the head guy of Scientology has this wife who's been missing. Like, they won't admit she's missing, but hasn't been seen in public for years. And so that's always kind of like, a, there's something around that. And Wait like, a minute, his wife's been missing for years and no one cares? It's like, I don't, I don't. It's, it's weird. It's so wild. If you get into it, the more you get into it, the more you're like, get me out of this. Because it's super spooky. Like uh, Leah Remini does a bunch of shows about it. Oh, yeah. Scientology. Yeah. That's right, Scientology. So what is that again? Scientology is a belief in what? Great question. Um, I have no idea. Uh, wait, was it, it South, South Park, Park that did a whole thing oh, on South it? South Park did. Yeah, it, and it, it's, if it's. That's true, which they're known for really doing their research. Well, as they keep explaining it, they keep saying, this is honestly 100% what these people believe. And then they would give a little bit more information that sounds like it's made up. And they go, no, 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 trust us. This is what Scientology believes. There's like a volcano guy at yeah, some point. And, and John Smith, and then he did the thing. No, that was, uh, I'm thinking of uh, Mormon. Mormon I think, yeah. And I think that was actually about, did they also the do Book of Mormon, they do a thing about that whole deal. Oh, there's like comparisons. But yeah. yeah, it's such a weird, I mean, yeah. it's all weird. Like, right, it's all religions have like a, some weird origin stories where you go, can we just pretend that's like a fun story? Sure. Like, but. Well, is that, is that to draw people in by scaring them, do you think? I think that they keep that one under wraps until you get a little closer in because I can't yeah. imagine them starting with those stories. I just have no interest in that kind of stuff. So, so don't people have to go in to visit? They don't come out. Like, do they come up to you on the street and start talking about that stuff? Um, they claim that that does happen because um, we have a Scientology Center downtown St. Paul. Oh, we do? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think they probably have their leads. I think they have to be a little bit... I would assume go through people they know at this point, but I did. So what is the, so if you belong to this one great religion, you're cool and good to go. Is that what it is? Well, they describe it on their Wikipedia as Scientology is a religion to help people use scientific approaches to self actualize their full potential. That doesn't mean shit to any of us. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know why they would write that. that yeah. That means nothing. Yeah. So 
Um, so to, to give you, a, you know, an actual rundown of what it is that people believe, hmm, I don't know. It was, but the big draw is the fact that you, you, you're going to bring you to your full potential. That's the big draw. Well, I think one of the big things is it, it, they promise you stuff like that, but then they have you sit in on these sessions, which cost thousands of dollars, oh, and then you okay. tell them all your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, that, was that the clearing or the get clear? Yeah. Oh, clear, yeah, that's yeah. Right. And then if you ever turn on them, they go, hey, by the way, we got a book yeah. filled oh, with everything God. you've told us over the years. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. I used to love Giovanni Rabisi till I found out he was deep into that. Yeah. I loved his acting, but he's, I guess he's big into Scientology. I like to compartmentalize some of that stuff because, like, I still watch, you know, the Tom Cruise show. There's some movies he's in where I'm like, you are talented. You're, mm-hmm. you might be bad shit, but you're talented. Well, and he, I'm, he's one of the biggest draws in Hollywood still, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. I think so. I think, <laughs> I think. I mean, we've talked about this too. Our, our actors, the reason you're going to things anymore, I don't know. Mm, good question. And I do think there's something that, like, we talk about it as a negative, but sometimes I think that's a positive because we're relying more on the content of things than just like, if this actor's in it, I'm going. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Is there an actor that you just love, always love in everything they're in? You mean that are still alive? Yeah. No. No. Who's the, who have passed? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, no matter what. And Jackie Gleason. Marlon Brando, Jackie Gleason. Matter of fact, we only got two minutes, so Kendall Norberg, my good friend, told a story yesterday to a couple of other people just sitting around that Louis Anderson sent me Jackie Gleason's golf clubs. Whoa. Because Louie owned them. He bought them. They were gold-plated. <sighs> and on the back of every club, it said the great one. <clears throat> but this is one of those weird things. You know, like this weird thing with my aunt dying right after I, I went to see her? Yeah. Uh, Kendall and I are playing Golden Valley Country Club with Jackie Gleason's golf clubs. The bag, the clubs, everything. that Louie shipped it all to me so I could play. We're on the 18th tee. So we played 17 holes, and we're ready to tee off. And a guy drives up in a golf cart, and he goes, hey, what, what's going on, you guys? And he said, ah, nothing. But we just said, oh, we just got one more hole to go. We're playing with Jackie Gleason's golf clubs and all the rest of you. He goes, oh, speaking of famous people, did you hear that Marlon Brando just died? <gasps> Isn't that weird uh. that I'm playing, a, I'm having the day of my life, having just a ball, but not playing great golf. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't a golf <laughs> party. Nobody's expecting that. It was the clubs that made the difference. But the very day that I'm playing golf with Jackie Gleason's golf clubs, I find out my favorite actor of all time had died. What a weird world. Yeah. It is, man. Does man, anything surprise you anymore? No. Well, then he was like, that's weird, because this is Marlon Brando's half-eaten ham sandwich exactly. that I'm actually eating right now on the golf course. So. And you set it aside because you're like, maybe it was the sandwich. Maybe it was. <laughs> my sandwich killed him. Tom, that's so interesting, and that's so, like, explains a lot about you, because not a lot throws you off. And when those big coincidences happen, you're kind of like, well, it's almost like you're getting more and more, like, immune to the idea of, Anything can happen. No, and, and, and I never met Marlon Brando or Jackie Gleason. I never even talked to him on the phone. I had no contact with either one of them. They were just my two favorites of all time. Were you supposed to be golfing with him, or they, were they something you're not supposed to golf with? Well, no, no. He, Louis knew we were going to play golf with him. No, no, no. I meant, like, <laughs> do you think there's something, like, because gold-plated, is that something you just have, or do you just use No, that? you got to do that yourself. you got to gold-plate your golf clubs yourself. I would yourself. think so. <laughs> and a part of me goes, Tom, should you really be whacking around the old 18 holes with gold pla- Like, yeah. I understand. But, I understand what you're saying. Hey, you know what? Use them. Go out there and use them. Exactly. All right, that's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow.